0: to the Everyday Wholeness Show. I'm Karen Stultz here with the most amazing, wonderful, fantabulous Janet Uribe. And together we wanted to share about wholeness. And, and actually today we're both in a really strange place and we we're talking a little bit before and we decided there is something going on in this universe. not too sure what it is, but we're going to be talking about that today and how it affects our wholeness and perhaps what we can do to shift the, the change that is going on in the universe. So, hey, Janet, welcome. Hey, guys, this is Janet. Good to see here. I guess
1: you're only hearing us today. Um, but it's with purpose, friends, because I've had squinty eyes for some days as things are starting to look quite different and the third eye is moving and there's cloudy white light on things. And it's just one of those integrative moments that happens as you start your journey. And some of you will know what I'm talking about out there. Those of you who don't, don't you worry, you will. (laughs)
0: Uh uh-oh uh-oh I don't know we both have been uh challenged and we're pretty we're pretty whole in most ways uh we've we've taken the time and I I've actually spent many years and I think you may have spent many years as well I don't want to put words in your mouth but uh I, I know I have spent many many years making an effort to release whatever needed to be released so that I could feel that wholeness. And I was, I was, it was so grand, Janet. And, and it was so uh, freeing, which is what I love creating the peace and the freedom and, and everything was wonderful in most aspects and anything that wasn't wonderful could be Allowed and honored and let go of because it's all about honoring. And then this weekend happened. <laughs> uh, girl,
1: I can't help but laugh because I know how this works. Karen's <laughs> <Enlightenness. laughs> like, this lady over here laughing at my hardship of the weekend. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> you can see how we're kind of connected because I understand that Janet had some hard shit of the weekend too and the week actually, so.
1: Yeah, well, I love that you were starting right as you, we, were, we got on here. And you said something's going on in the universe and it is. Mm. And it is the conspiracy that we all signed on to as we enter the avatars into this video game to really <laughs> start moving into the whole reason we're here. get to that wholeness so like you're right it is years years in the making of doing certain efforts work connections refragment refragmenting what we fragmented um putting things together and it is the physical reality and the universe's conspiracy to move us in that direction to discover our wholeness and sometimes it feels like a nice big old slap in the face. And sometimes it doesn't. The thing is, sometimes it looks like a miracle. And that is the duality. That is the contrast. That is the component that comes together to meet, to basically, all right, wake up. This is the next layer of your wholeness. (laughs) Wake up, friends. Karen, are you going to share with us what happened over your weekend?
0: (laughs) Oh, honestly... My friends, um, it it was it was really surprising. Uh, almost everything that I thought I had let go of, all of the challenges that I had faced and honored and let go of, and forgive. We've talked about forgiveness before, uh, how important it is, and I had. And it was fine. It was good. It was great even. And then this weekend, all of it came back. Not just one or two or three. I mean, I was remembering all of the gradu that really was showing up through my life. All of the stuff I thought that I had forgiven and let go of and honored. And it all came back. And I just got angry and my poor husband bless him he said karen are you okay i said no i'm not okay i'm angry he said okay would you like to talk about it i said i don't know what the friggin' thing i'm angry about leave me alone so he did for two days <laughs> and you know it 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 was something, I don't know what it was, where it came from or anything else, but I I had the visions of everything, everything I thought I'd let go, all of the slights, all of the mean remarks, way back to when I was three years old, all of it came back. And after 52 years of marriage, there was a lot of that too, I got to tell you, but um, all of it came back. And it was like, dang it, what is going on? And it was so interesting as well, because I couldn't do my work. I couldn't, I didn't want to do anything. I I just was angry, angry at the world, angry at the situation, angry at myself for not following through. And trying to forgive and let go of that was so challenging. And honoring that, I did honor it to a point that I could speak to some people and bless them. I'm going to let them all know. They sent so much love to me through, I was on a class and they sent so much love to me. And after that, I felt so much better. And today, I felt so much better. I went out for a walk. Now, you know, walks are supposed to be freeing. You're out in nature, cleansing. Wonderful. I came back from my walk so angry. What the heck is going on, Janet? Ask the crew.
1: Oh, girl. Well, I was going through the same thing for the last 14 days, but it escalated in the last seven in the last seven well if we ask the crew i'm giving i'm getting multiple things but this is the energy of this time yeah this month these weeks this is the breakthrough month if those of you have been sitting around wondering how do i get to the next part how what why isn't this happening why isn't this growing why am i not seeing the momentum why 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 well your memories come in to remind you of the why the pain in the body comes in to tell you of the why. The illness in the body comes in to tell you why. The physical reality comes in to tell you the why. The interactions that you find others at fault come in to tell you the why. The interactions that create dis-ease within your emotions come in to tell you about the why. The thing is, are we digging in carefully enough to really use the information of all of those presentations that are here for you to discover your why? Now, when we get in and we do that type of level of work and we really get into the, the deepness of the soul, the deepness of yourself, you're actually penetrating your DNA, penetrating your cells, penetrating the inside, the whole being in order to assimilate and integrate the why. And then you really get the perspective of why it happened to begin with when you made the decision that something was meant to have power over you, when you make the decision that something was meant to make you feel a certain way, when you decided to have judgment over a certain characteristic or person or reaction or scenario, all of it came in purposefully. Right now, this is the energy of the earth. I would say the majority of my friends that I have that do this conscious work are all in the pits right now. (laughs) Most of them have been going through some fairly immense emotional work, memory work, shadow work, mirror work, healing, letting go, all of it. And the idea, my friends, is it's purposeful, as crummy and as shitty as it feels while you're in it, it's purposeful because we're preparing for a new reality, a new earth, whatever you want to call it. I think Eckhart Tolle calls it the new earth. And the idea here being, This is not something that is beneficial to carry on to our next chapter. It does not have a place for what we need to do for the level of courage we need to have to clean up our world, for the level of courage we need to have to clean up our relationships, the level of courage we need to have to clean up our own acts. Mm -hmm. So even so, I'll tell you, for me, just in these last 14 days, there were three themes that came in. Very loudly for me personally. And they related to betrayal, they related to rejection, and they related to neglect. And so those three things have been in my life since I was a child. I would say that most humans have experienced these types of things to varying degrees. Some could have the rejection of a person in. Feel the pain of it the rest of their lives. Some could have the rejection of a, of a person they love or would like and feel the feel it for the next 10 minutes. It's so different for all of us based off of how our psychology works, who we are, how we want to integrate. But ultimately, what they're really showing right now is you can't keep filling stuff in your garbage bag. It's going to burst. <laughs> it can't keep holding on to more. It's going to break handle is going to break something's going to puncture the side and it's going to seep out whether you want it to or not and it is the universe's job to make sure that it's aligning to what you want and if you have decided that you want to move forward or that you want to grow or that you would like your next chapter to be different from where you are now then you can't bring the extra stuff and muck with you (laughs)
0: Does that answer (laughs) (laughs) well that's all clear and actually that does that you know it's what we both know we know and and it isn't a case of believing we we know it yeah and and we release it
1: yeah and so they're saying but you can cognitively know all of this
0: yeah but if you're not living it you don't know it
1: yeah If you're not living it, you don't know it. You don't really know it. You're not owning it. You're not empowering yourself to be it. So like for me personally, I was going through the betrayal, the rejection, and I've told Karen this in the past, you know, you'll go through things on repeat and patterns and it'll, and then, you know, the longer that it's walked away from, or I choose to release that, or that's not like, we just don't really go into the discomfort that presented then it'll show up much bigger. So like I was experiencing things with family members um, that had comments about my path and my spiritual work and my beliefs and so on. With one family member, I even mentioned, they're like, well, how are you going to do this with the kids? You know, How are you going to raise the kids to believe? And I just said, well, to honor you, to honor this, to honor that, to honor the parents, to honor, to, and, and then exchange, I'm honoring also who they are, my own children. And my family member said, you're not answering the question. And I said, no, I'm not answering it to what you want to hear.
0: It's all about kindness and love.
1: (laughs) Exactly. And so ultimately when that exchange happened, it was so empowering to me because I realized this family member would have preferred or would have felt more comfortable. Let's put it that way. They would have been safer for them to me to get in a box to get in a file, to become what society has as an expectation for a good behaved human being should look like, and so on. And by the way, the extent of my misbehavior is mostly my swearing. (laughs) Misbehavior. Um, But ultimately, all of this, something's going on in the universe. It is. It's trying to actually help you identify who you really
0: are. And I think that is is part of that indeed, because of course, I went to my cards, I went to the universe and I said, what the heck is going on? What is it that I need to know? This stuff is stuff that I had thought I had let go of. Obviously, I had not. And well, then, they're saying you did. They're just bringing it. it up to me to allow me to let go of it again entirely. Yeah, well,
1: yeah. They're saying you did the level of work that you were to do at that moment. They're just yes. saying it's like that, that it's like the onion, but they're not showing an onion for you. They're showing a rose <laughs> or a flower, right? The, the, the petals like come out yeah. when they're ready. Yeah. Uh-huh.
0: Yeah. And that, and, and thank you for that. Uh, that is that is true and what i realized was that i had not forgiven myself Mm
1: -hmm. i had
0: not forgiven myself uh, for a lot of stuff and mostly it was for tolerating tolerating all of those um, slights and and hurts and wounds, and just tolerating it, not standing in my own power. And I have been standing in my own power, but for whatever reason, May Day, here I am. I'm going to really not stand in my own power. <laughs> That's all there is to it. <laughs> and and I think you're right. This is the month. Something very strange as we look. And and. I hate to admit it, but I am a news junkie, and there's not good stuff going on out there. And I've been really good at being able to uh, recognize that I can only control myself, which, guys, remember, that's all we have power over is ourselves. That's it. We cannot control anyone else or the situations going on. Sometimes it is strictly ourselves and how we respond. That is all that we really have control over. And so to see myself who does not enjoy being around anger, being so angry, it was good that basically I was the only one here, but you know what I did do, Janet, you know what? I. I hate to admit it, but I did sit down right in the same room with my husband so he could feel my anger.
1: (laughs) That's okay. I did. I was pressing. I'm not really like a button pusher. I used to be as a child, but it was beaten out of me. Mm -hmm. And I found myself in those child behaviors again. But I want to tell you something though. I'm so glad that I did because I remembered, holy shit hold the phone. Uh, The original Janet, the child Janet was a button pusher,
0: Mm.
1: did have anger, did have a lot of these emotions, sentiments, feelings that are in in our current day society um, treated with medical
0: treatments. Mm. Yes, yes. So the, the thing is, depressants yeah,
1: so, you know, anxiety, depression, anger, this is something my sister-in-law brought up to me the other day. She's like, isn't it funny that, you know, we don't treat all of these other emotions in the, and give it a diagnosis in the DSM. We villainize and polarize anxiety, anger, depression. And I'm sure some other ones in there when in all honesty, they are the most natural Human emotions that we've been conditioned to not accept. So we're asked to remove them from the wholeness of self rather than recognizing that they serve as a symptom, as everything else within the physical body to show us that something is going on or something has left without a resolution or something has further work to be addressed. So to me, it was real fascinating when my sister in law was having this epiphany. You know, it was fantastic because I said, Whoa. By the way, right after that epiphany, that's when like shit started to hit rock bottom. All the <laughs> we're like hanging on the whim here. I'm going to make it. Oh my God. And I'm like, I'm crying and I'm not, and I'm, I'm holding it in. I'm trying to pull it in and I'm crying. And then at one point, one of my kids comes up to me while I'm crying and asks me a question. I was like, I don't know. Go ask your dad. And then ultimately, I created more friction in that disengagement because I was trying to hold back my tears rather than just allowing them to flow and be in that natural state of honoring the whole being.
0: Well, the tears are our way, our natural way of releasing. It's the waterfall of tears. It's, It's standing under the shower and allowing that negativity to release from you. It's, it's the allowing the, the tears allow um, letting go. Yeah, absolutely. and, and And refreshing. And I think though, I, I think one of the reasons that we're so focused on the stress, anxiety, and depression is because that is an anger and, and trying to avoid it is that that does not really help in the big scheme of things. It helps us if we honor that moment, learn how to uh, accept and respond. And it is a teaching tool for helping us to respond better instead of react.
1: Yes, and that's the thing, but. the the part that I often get stuck on is, but we villainize that emotion rather than helping an, an individual process through it. Let them know it's a natural process. Let them know that this is part of the human experience and no suppress it, suppress it, suppress it. No, no, no. And it begins in our childhood. You know, if you were to be angry with your parent or you were to be Frustrated, depressed, whatever your parents snap out of it. Mm-mm, not in my house. Not okay. Because I am uncomfortable with your feelings. Mm-hmm. Now, so much of what happens in our world stems from the me versus you, me uncomfortable with you where you are, <laughs> and it becomes so systemic. So there is a there is a focus on this for sure, but. For those of you who are listening who do occasionally find yourselves in a moment, in a second, in a flash, or a rut or an extended period of anger or depression or anxiety, it could be beneficial to choose to look at the information that's coming in. Just, you know, in Karen's case, she described it almost like as a life review of things coming in, right?
0: Yeah. Yeah. My whole life.
1: Yeah. And using that information, thanking it, allowing it to dissolve and use what you needed to move forward. But a lot of times, and I can tell you this because I was stuck there for a little while, this last several days. Well, I don't like this feeling, but I don't like this feeling. You know what? I don't like this feeling. And I'm going to push everyone's buttons in my life because I want y'all to feel my feeling. I need attention. I'm the child who was neglected. No, you're going to listen to me now. You're going to see what this looks like. And for those of you who are in the line of fire, I apologize, I'm human, but I also don't apologize because I was honoring and holding space for myself. So ultimately, my friends, you have the ability to respond. You have the ability to take an action or an inaction, both come with action, to move or not move. The idea of just being can you honor that the discomfort or the emotion is part of your wholeness? You're here to experience all of it. It is part of your expansion. So yeah, something is going on in the universe. It's you. Are you even bothering to pay attention, address it and nurture it? You.
0: Yeah, it, it, it's, it's honoring and recognizing what, it is that is going on and where i i look at it and say okay for me i will accept all that is mine hey a let's be real sometimes even beat myself up for it that's okay but be open to the possibility that it isn't all yours. Mm-hmm. That's a whole other part. <gasps> and, and to be able to acknowledge that we don't need to beat ourselves up. And that's what I found this morning when I was out walking. And which is why I said there's something going on in the universe because I you know you're supposed to be able to release anything that's going on with the fresh. And I live in the middle of 30 acres in the woods, and it's beautiful, and it's Christine and I don't see anybody. It's great. And I'm out there doing exactly what I wanted to do. I woke up refreshed this morning, went right out for a nice walk, which I don't often do. And came back feeling horrible. And furious, and just filling my whole home with this negativity. Where did that come from? That came from the energy of others that have permeated my tranquility in my 30 acres. And that is what I had to acknowledge as well, is that it is not coming from you, Karen. So there is not much that you need to release for you. What you need to release is the energy that others have given you
1: yeah but <laughs> sometimes we take it on without realizing
0: well that's it
1: yeah i mean that's in the it. news we take it on I, wa- I watched a news article the other day i was looking at one shortly quickly i'm not a junkie i actually avoid the news very much so and tend to get my updates from those in, my closest to me um because i i do sometimes feel such great impact from the news that it impacts how i help others. Mm-hmm. And i really want to refocus my energy i work with children. I really want to refocus my energy in building the paradise of love. And it doesn't mean that contrast doesn't exist, but i know that i personally can take on the external influence of an article, of words, of someone's belief, of an of a disrespectful action, of a hate crime or anything. And it can, it will sometimes, not always, sometimes impact me. So for now, until I gain more maturity around it or get better training with my empathic skills, (laughs) whatever it is, I don't engage with it as much, but yeah, I mean, and that's the thing. And, And we say, it's not all ours. You're right. It's not all ours. It can, it's our daily environment. It's what we have. It's ancestral karmic shit that's inside of us as well um i have a frequent thing that happens with my eye and i can see other lives that i've had where the eye is impacted torn out burned acid pour on it and so on and um you were a mean dude to have all that happen to you girl i know well i've told you before i know i've been the saint and, <laughs> and have we all
0: been the saint and the sinners
1: <laughs> <laughs> i've been it all um we all have i love everybody now because ultimately no, and I maybe we've talked about this, you know, no act, no act comes from a place of true, horrible intention. So like, whether it be a benevolent or a benevolent act, the person who's acting is ultimately trying to feel better.
0: Yeah. And, and I'll always go back to my coach, my very first coach, and he had a saying when, in how to deal with clients, when you had a really frustrating client that just would not, no matter what, they would not move forward. And just frustrating, they wouldn't do the work, they wouldn't move forward. And now I have a lot of other ways to make sure I don't have those clients anymore. But at the time, his response was, Remember, at this moment in time, they're doing the very best that they can, yeah. even if it's clear that they're not. And the thing
1: is, and I think that just writing off of that energy and feeling that scenario, what's oftentimes holding them up is the resistance.
0: Absolutely. And that's so, really where you and I both came in is to release that resistance
1: yeah. So even so, I haven't been on top of our podcast. I haven't been publishing. I haven't been getting it out there. And that's, I, start, I started with that with you today. I was like, I need to tell you what's been going on. let me tell you what's been going on. I had resistance because I can usually accomplish like a lot of things. And I do have a lot on my plate, but I can I can typically get so many things done. It's crazy compared to other people. I, I'm surprised. However, I only started to realize the resistance in the last several days. Why is there resistance. So for those of you who do work in this line of work, if you're a coach, a mentor, a guide, whatever it may be, a teacher, um, if you find yourself with a client or a student that is resisting a change, there's no point in trying to like create a collaborative effort with someone who's trying to punch you or resist or put up walls. You have to forget making progress or, or approach in this arena, period. You now have to go to a different area. You have to go go address the resistance. So where's the resistance coming from? Where did it stem? Well, let me tell you what, my friend, my resistance was stemming from the very conversation that I had with the family member that was about, well, how are you going to do this with the kids? Mm. How are you going to portray yourself? How are you going to fit yourself in a box? What is your file system? This is not accepted by the majority of society. You are not okay. I won't accept you this way. So I can now see, and I had been asking for my understanding, where's this resistance? Where's this resistance? And I can now see why I haven't finished my book. I haven't launched my other platform completely. I haven't, been publishing this podcast because in doing so, it's going to ruffle a lot of the feathers that I was told had to be in hiding. And don't shine your light, Janet. Don't you shine it? Mm-mm. This is not the place. Nope. Mm-mm. Not accepted. Not tolerated. Won't have it. You don't fit in. And then ultimately, once you start, even when you start to own yourself and discover who you are, you realize there's still people rejecting. So what do I have to lose?
0: (laughs) We are meant to connect with those people that are ready for us. Yes. And And and, uh, I think a lot of us in this world, um, sorry about that. I got distracted. There was a butterfly that just flew by or maybe it was a bird. This is very odd right here but where I am. So I apologize for that. Great pause. Anyway, uh, recognizing that who you are here to serve, and we're all here to serve. We're all here to be leaders and lead, and we're all here to serve. Yes. As well, uh, we need to be followers as well as leaders and yeah. recognize when we need to lead and those that recognize when we need to follow yes. and stop beating ourselves up for it. And here's the
1: thing, similar to how it, and it's the duality, right? Similar. How do you mentioned all oh, this anger came forward? You know, it's been there for years and I didn't, you know, it wasn't totally addressed similarly as you unveil these layers in the opposite direction so that's very specific to healing trauma anger resentment whatever it is we're now we're talking about the growth side the growth side has just as many layers as well so guys i've been stepping into leadership positions from the time i became a little first grade teacher and was leading 26 children every day but then i had to step into another one and another one and another one and another one so here i am looking at what it looks like to open a company. I'm going to employ staff and so on. It's not my first time doing this, by the way. I've employed 30, 40 people before. But the thing is, I don't have a franchise by my name this time. I don't have a partner that could help catch me if I fall. So the thing is, or a financial partner is what I'll say, I have a a partner who helps me on all these other places, but the thing is there's these layers that we have to unveil, unveil, unveil. So you'll find resistance to letting go over here, just as you'll find resistance on the other side of that spectrum to stepping into the next role or the next step or the next launch or the next dollar or the next client or the next level. So it's a very multifaceted scenario. That's not linear, but it is whole. And you can have weight that's keeping you down and and kind of holding things back, but that weight makes it a lot harder for you to unveil your next level. (laughs) So yes, my friends, it is going on, Karen, like you said,
0: there is something going on, but that resistance is something that we can look at and honor and allow, allow Mm -hmm. that resistance to take hold of you if necessary. And when you are ready, and not until when you are ready, nobody can make you ready, you have to be ready to release that resistance. And then Janet and I can come in and and help you with the tools to release that resistance for good. And that is so wonderful, which is also why this was so upsetting for me. <laughs> well, that's the other thing, my friend, because, you know, this is where you are, this
1: place and time in this lifetime. Yeah. But who to say there's not more layers to this very theme in another month, in another week, in another 10 years from now. And that's OK, too, because it's ever evolving.
0: It, it is. And you know what I realized as I was analyzing and looking at and honoring where I was in the last couple of days is recognizing that I needed to honor myself and where I was and go to the root and allow the universe to help me let go. So I went I went to my cards. I went to spirit, my intuition, books showed up for me. People showed up for me. It was like, all right, thank you. This is exactly what I need. Ah, and it was all so loving and let go. And it is time to let go. And it's time to honor. Oh, yes. And it was so beautiful. Beautiful. And I said, guys, I need your help. And so they started giving me all kinds of beautiful help here there and elsewhere. And I will share with you um, in in the notes, in the show notes, when I find it, um, a beautiful prayer for releasing that was so perfect for right now. Maybe
1: you can post it when we post this.
0: Well, uh, yeah, I'm going to put it in the show notes at the bottom. Yes, fantastic. And and in in uh, Facebook and on YouTube where where I post it. So uh, this is this is really wonderful to allow me to recognize where I am, so that I can really truly help and understand. Stand more where my clients are coming from yeah and because i've i have and janet has we've we're looking at this we are going down to our core issues and learning to release so we can make the world a better place allow things to get better and remember we only have control over our small area, but we do affect a huge area.
1: Oh my goodness. Absolutely. I think that's a very good principle. The more that I change, my external reality changes around me, mm. people treat me differently. It's like the red sea starts to part and people are on board. Let's go. This woman's here to do some work.
0: Oh, it's amazing. <laughs> but, but it's neat. interesting too. I, yesterday, I was talking to someone who's going to be on my awesome life podcast And, and he, uh, he said, well, it's basically totally letting go and getting to the core and releasing that so that self and the I he calls it, um, understand each other, start working together. I I would say getting your subconscious and your conscious working together. And Mm -hmm. when you have your subconscious and your conscious working together, instead of fighting each other and honoring the ego that shows up periodically to keep you safe. And, you know, the the ego is that, that negative talk in your, your mind and using the tools so that we do not need to repeat the same mistakes in the next lifetime. We are here to take care of and improve each lifetime that we're here is, is my belief.
1: And continuously doing it. So for those of you, you know, when you seek mentors, or if you're with a mentor, and you're not hearing them have the human experience of doing their own work. (laughs) I'm not telling you to go run for the hills or anything. What I am sharing is those of us who come in and understand that the work continues are oftentimes able to relate to you in a much better way. And you're able to relate to us in a much better way because we know it continues. There's not really an end while we're in this physical body. And by the way, y'all came here and we came here for entertainment. Doesn't feel like that sometimes, okay? Doesn't feel like that sometimes. The voice of God comes in. You all have fun. Um. That,
0: that, that's why I love. I love being with Janet because she is so much fun and she makes this deep work so much fun. And when you're having fun, it's much better able to enjoy and, and to release and to heal. Uh, You know, we, we honor the people that come to us. We honor you all that come to us and listen and We appreciate you more than you will ever know. And we know that you have the ups and the downs and the ins and the outs, but it, each time you step 1% forward, if you can move forward 1% each day towards whatever it is, you are awesome. And take pride in that and celebrate that. Even like I was, you know, it's like, oh, my God, I am useless. I just want to sit down here and cry. I am a waste of energy on this earth. This is horrible. <laughs> yeah, I was there.
1: What a it, girl.
0: No, I relate to that. I was there. And you. you I, what was interesting, though, guys, is that Janet and I were both there at the same time. Do you think we're connected somehow? We don't no, live anywhere close to each other, but I think we're connected somehow. Yeah, no, we've never met in person,
1: <laughs> yet we're somehow going through the same thing. It's so funny. My mentor went on this glorious trip to Jordan and had all these miraculous things happen. I meet with her. She shows me this artifact that makes me cry, and I'm incredible. And then somewhere in there, she sends me this email. I think it was right before I met with her in person on the Zoom And the email was, yeah, I had like five spiritual awakenings while I was overseas, okay? So for this broad, Tammy Demirza, to have five spiritual awakenings while she's overseas, I'm like, what the fuck does that mean for us? (laughs) 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 Oh, God.
0: Well, again, it's definition. What is a spiritual awakening, you know? sure.
1: And for everyone, it's different. But ultimately, it is like that entanglement getting, like, evolving. And we're all connected. We're all on board. So in a way, I almost felt like she was going to write an LOL at the end of her message. I don't know if she did, but the energy of it felt that way for me or how I perceived it. And I was just like thinking to myself, oh, shit, I'm going to end up, you, you know, curled in fetal position, head and knees, flipping off the universe. It's coming. Oh, God. And uh, and little by little, some of that did happen. <laughs> <laughs> However, the other side of it also is so much nicer, smoother, incredible. So, you know, if you can look at these growth pains, these difficulties, these discomforts as just a state of that time and space, just where you are at that moment, and you continue to stay in your presence... You'll notice that you can just face it, confront it, see it, ask it what it's about. And it'll dissipate much more easily than, I don't like this, because that alone is the resistance that will create more persistence.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. It is the energy of, I don't like, I don't want, I don't need, I don't, that the universe is going to bring to us more of lots more of the stuff you don't like you don't need you don't want yes they it absolutely will so when we look at it and say no we don't want this i don't want that but okay it's here why what are you trying to teach me why are you here why am i feeling this pain in my side Mm -hmm. why am i feeling this emotional energy that is Anger is something that I don't want. So why was it showing up? Well, obviously I had to look at that. Mm-hmm. And by honoring it and looking at it, yeah, it took a couple of days. And then it came back again full tilt this morning when I went for my walk and it was like, all right, then I only took maybe three minutes to let it go. But having the tools and honoring it, and recognizing it for what it was, which I totally know it's the negative energy that's, that's out there. And I walked right into it. That's all there is to it. Can you
1: enlighten our listeners with what one example of a tool would be?
0: Oh yeah, well, journaling, writing mm-hmm. it down, writing it down. Uh, And I have special journals for special things. And what I did was write down, and that's what spirit was telling me to do as well, write it down, let it all out. And then, because it's personal, I don't want anybody else to read it, but I'm being honest with myself. I'm being honest with my feelings. And the only entity that knows what that feeling is, is the divine around us. Mm -hmm. And by writing it down, we're getting the energy out of us onto paper. And then you love this, tear up that paper. Throw it in a fireplace. I, I burned like six pages this morning in my fireplace. If you don't have a fireplace, do it very carefully in a big ceramic bucket or something, but burn it up because this is, if this is something that you don't want somebody else to come back and hold against you or know about you, you you still want to keep that private, that's okay. As long as you recognize it yourself, you are the only one that you are trying to help here. You cannot control anyone else. You can only control yourself.
1: Yeah. I love the idea of writing it and burning it. You know, I like to do that. Hmm. Because for me, I can even get all the way down to, okay, I got this off my chest. I honored who I was. I honored the sentiment, the feeling, the experience. And now let's alchemize this into ash. I love that transform this to ash it has no purpose I can watch it burn in the heat with the rage that I had at that moment or the anger that I had at that moment but I know that bringing more of that rage or burn into the world won't necessarily be to my benefit or that other one other persons or people or scenarios so I love watching the words burn off the page into the air
0: into the air and it, you know, uh, where it won't hurt anybody else. A lot of people, what they do is just say, I release this to the light to be repaired or whatever. And, and, but I release it from me and yeah. that is great. That yeah. is great. But I tell you, writing it down 1st Mm-hmm is a key element to having an awesome life. Yeah. And I did not believe this. I thought all I had to do was think about it and it would be okay. No, Mm-mm. no, it's true. Until I even, started writing things down, the manifestation did not occur.
1: Yeah, it's so true. Even, you know, even just to processing or even if you're not totally ready to let go of it, I even had my students yesterday, there's a test that they have to take in this state of Texas called the star test, Mm -hmm. standardized measurement test. And unfortunately, if the schools were to use the data to do something for the children, specifically the child, that those types of questions or information, the children missed comprehension, then I'd say, yeah, go for it, but they don't really use it for that. Mm -hmm. There's not like a, System in place to build them up from that. There's tutoring and star tutoring and prep tutoring, but it's not addressing what the child really needs—the skills and the mindset and mm-hmm. so on. Had all the kids write, wrote star on a piece of paper, and I loved it. I gave them. I said, "All right, now let's go outside with this paper." And they said, "What are we going to do with it?" And I said, "Tear it up, rip it up, stomp on it." And it was so great because I took two of my kids out, my students out there, and they—one of them had it in his mouth, and it was like. <laughs> and threw it on the ground and um stomped on it and shredded it to pieces and it was fantastic because the energy in the class was completely different yeah yeah. once we started yeah your child self would love to do that friends I'm talking to you 58 year old woman out there who's hearing this put that note in your mouth bite it (laughs) tear it up (laughs) throw it away
0: oh oh my gosh I can't believe it Janet but we're we're almost to the hour here and it i i love i love this conversation and isn't it nice to know that you're not alone that we are going through similar things at similar times it is just a case of how do you respond to these things what do you do what are the tools that you can have where can you turn for advice um, and guidance and that is what janet and i both do uh, at our magical tea party Uh, the third thursday of each month we have a magical tea party and you can sign up for it and get all the details about it at karen adults.com forward slash tea party. And it is wonderful. Don't you think Janet? Oh my gosh, friends. I love it.
1: It really is quite magical. You never know what's going to come in for those listeners that show up. And I'm always even surprised at what happens. And, you know, one of my favorite reasons that we do this work is that we get our own help as well as we're helping others.
0: Absolutely. It's really
1: fantastic.
0: I I know one of our newer uh, listeners said, oh my gosh, I hadn't come before, but I think I found my tribe. Yeah, Isn't that that was fun. <laughs> so, come and- cut
1: up. Listen, listen to Karen deliver some really. I love Karen because she's very direct, loving and direct. But listen to her give us some direct information, healing tools, card readings. Listen to me swear with the angels. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Well, the crew comes in laughing usually at us so it's always it's fun because you know what laughter begets laughter and oh, as, long as, as long as we're not laughing in cruelty towards someone i'm all for it let's enjoy <laughs> it let's it releases so much negative energy just as we are here so until next time Enjoy the Everyday Wholeness show over and over again. Be sure to subscribe on YouTube and uh, the podcast. And thank you for joining us. Bye-bye.
1: Bye, friends.